We don't like your little games. Well, a lot of people think there's a lot of games happening out there in the relationship world. I'm Cheryl Besner, your love coach and your matchmaker here on Solo in the City. And tonight, as always, we are talking about your relationship, relating, dating and meeting. And the fun part for me is that this show is not only for singles anymore. I get stopped constantly around this city and even in the other cities that I visit, saying that people are couples listening to the show, getting great advice. And you know why? It's because we have amazing guests every week who come on and share different points of view about different aspects of different kinds of relationships. So guess what? You might be solo in the city, but you might also sometimes be solo in another city because your spouse or your partner is at home. It's all about, though, putting our relationships in perspective, putting our partners in perspective, putting our lives in perspective, and knowing exactly what it is that we share with our partner. And you know what? It's also about how to date. And when I talk about how to date, I don't just mean dating, meaning tonight you're going out with one person and next week you're going out with somebody else. I'm talking about dating yourself, really dating yourself really dating the person that you've been married to for 20 years. Because dating keeps things fresh. Dating ourselves means we keep ourselves fresh. And guess what? That even means keeping up to date. And that's part of what I'm talking about these days, how to keep up to date with what's trending in your life and in the community around us and in your relationship world with your friends how do we keep up to date? So tonight's show, you know, I usually go into my inbox and I talk about different things that are going on in your life and like to bring it to the table. But tonight, as we're going to be doing once every single month, and we're going to invite you into studio if you want to be part of Dating Dilemmas or this show, which is called The Dish on Dating, write to me. Get on this panel. We're going to talk about relationships and your point of view counts. Tonight, if you want your point of view heard and you want to be part of the conversation, remember, we are live in studio, star 8255, or you can call 790-0800, your texts and your phone calls. We want to hear from you. So let's get to tonight's show. Tonight's show, I welcome three guests in studio and hopefully one on the line. First of all, I want to introduce to you Michel Duguay. He is now the newest member of the Bell Media team and hosting a radio show right here every weekend for you on Energy. Welcome to Solo in the City, Michel. Merci beaucoup, Michel W. Duguet. W. Duguet. Pardon, <laughs> monsieur. We're going to be bilingual tonight <laughs> out there. Comment ça va? Ça Cheryl? va très bien. <laughs> Still looking good. I, I, I well, haven't seen you, you for years and you're really, you look good. Oh, I mean, well, thank you. you yeah. You're kind of sounding surprised. I was, I actually sounded like a Trump moment there for a minute. No. No, no okay. No, 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 Trump moment, my God. <laughs> no, you know, with the French prime, yeah, okay, yeah. whatever. Um, anyway, thank you very much for the compliment. Also, welcoming to the panel because tonight it's two men and two women. We have Howard Reback. Now, Howard Reback is a man of many talents, and also you might know him because he also hosted a show here on CGAD 800 and was on TSN as well. But Howard also is a very special person on this 
panel because we go back to high school days. We actually knew Which each was other. three years ago, <laughs> maybe well, four. Well, maybe, maybe. Um, Howard is also a therapist, and his specialty is working with people with addiction, mostly gambling and gaming, and um, a lot of that stems from your own history. Absolutely. Right? So we can get into that a little later, but thank you for being At 1101. We'll At 11.01. Okay, don't forget, everybody, we are on Facebook Live, and Ramona is there as always. She's our hashtag love bug here in studio. And if you want to see what's going on tonight in the studio, get onto Facebook at Cheryl Besner. Also joining us tonight is Carrie Katz. Now, Carrie is a songwriter and a singer, and she's a transformational recovery and life coach specializing in creativity, right? Thank you so much for joining us, and um, welcome to our... This is what I call, by the way, I don't call this the round table, I call this Cupid's table, okay? This is this table is all about heart, and in the studio, it's kind of shaped like that, actually. So, Carrie, nice. welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Cheryl. And last, but certainly not least, we have Liz Saltzman on the phone. Liz, are you there? I am here. She is one half of the media girls and multi-talented uh, social media photographer. Welcome to Solo in the City. Thank you very much for having me. And also another, you also hosting a radio show as well. So that's right. We have a lot of people here with big voices tonight and lots to say. I'm sure. So really, what I want to do with each of you right now is I want to uh, go around the the Cupid's table here and ask you just. A little bit. Now, Michelle, you're single, and it's five years, right, that you're single? Exactly, five years. And I'm, uh, I was panicking five years ago when I became single. I moved from a big house to a small condo downtown, and uh, after three months, I was getting really happy, and I'm probably one of the happiest person in the world right now. And Aren't I, you? <laughs> I think I, I am. I got a parking spot. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. They're, they're wrestling here. I mean, <laughs> okay. we're going to have an arm wrestle for the happiest person who's single right now. Right? Yeah, I'm very happy also. You're, you're very happy? What about you, Howie? Am I happy? Well, as I said, I got a parking spot right in front of the building, so that may make you and I, Michelle, tied for first place. Am I happy? It would be... It would be... How can I explain it? It would be wrong of me to say that I am not happy, but at the same time, I think at our age, and you mentioned before about going to high school together a couple of years ago, that at this stage of our lives, we've all had our fun. We've all done things that we've wanted to do, I think, primarily. And it's probably time to find a mate that just understands you. A mm-hmm. mate that you can spend quality time with, good time with. Doesn't mean traveling the world. It could. But just time in our life right now, in our mid-50s, for me anyway, that would be nice to know that there's somebody always there for you. Okay. And I think that would make me happy. Or maybe the, the thing is, maybe it would make that part of your life feel just a little bit more special. So I think, I think one of the well things said, that we right. talk about often is, you know, a lot of people who are single in their 40s, 50s, and, and by the way, millennials too, I'm going to get Liz to, to weigh in on this. Um, it's more about, I'm happy as a person, I have a full life, right. but it would be nice to share that Absolutely. with somebody. So Carrie, what about mm. you? 
Um, what's the question? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, your stats right now, your status. Um, you okay, I am single. You, I am single. single. You were married. I was married. I'm divorced for many, many years. Um, had relationships, so it's been a while. And I just realized um, just recently that I'm actually quite content with um, being good, just being good with where with I'm yourself. at. Yeah, with yeah. myself. So I'm just sort of enjoying it, actually. I'm enjoying, I'm reveling in just not having the angst right now. Okay. So, and Liz, yeah. quick from you, you are, your stats right now? Tell I'm everybody. Not, uh, I'm not small, but I'm so not fully it's a little bit confusing, I guess, but oh, I, we're getting into I'm it's complicated. <laughs> I'm dating someone, and I'm okay. really into him. Just seeing how things go, taking it easy, and and enjoying myself. So. Okay, so coming up, we're going to find out what men and women really want. And if you want, call me here seven nine zero zero eight hundred at Solo in the City here at CJAD eight hundred. Or if you want, text us star eight two five five. Tell us how you feel. said that we would always be without you i feel lost at sea through the darkness you'd hide with me like the wind we'd be wild and free you said you'd follow me anywhere Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Did she get the job she wanted? So that car that gave a problem. So tonight on Solo in the City, I'm Cheryl, your host of Solo in the City here on CJAD 800. And I'm being joined in studio tonight to do the dish on dating. This is about dating dilemmas and how we can kind of better understand each other and communicate better and really get into the meat and potatoes of the differences between the male and female sex. So tonight we have two men, two women. We have Michel W here in studio <laughs> with us, Duguay. We have Howard Reback. We have Carrie Katz. And on the phone, we have Lizzie Saltzman. And remember, everybody, we are on Facebook Live. If you want to see us, get on there. Ramona is giving you a back peek into the studio tonight. So, everybody, let's talk about the dish on dating and the dating dilemmas that everybody seems to have. And you know what? It seems universal. People do have a lot of the same issues. So today I put it out on social media and I asked people what their biggest challenges in their dating life. Howard, what do you think the top answer was to that question? The top answer? Yeah, what do you think most people said was the biggest challenge they faced? They can't stand date number one. They can't stand the phoniness. They can't stand being on, on their first date. What do you think the number one challenge that most people said was, Carrie? I think they didn't, um, from my experience and from what people say, it's uh, not feeling connected. Not feeling person. connected? Yeah. Yeah. 
Michelle, do you feel connected when you're out there dating? Well, I'll, I'll just repeat what Howard just said, and uh, il m'enlève les mots de la bouche, as we say in French, I can't stand date number one. Oh. You see? I just met the guy. <laughs> Already we're buddies. You, you know, you're connected. Look at that. What you said? <laughs> yeah, you're but I'm connected. connected to a guy now. <laughs> what, do, what do you think? Tell us what you think. Star 8255 or 7900800. What is your biggest challenge when it comes to your dating work? So, Michelle, you were going to say something else, though, right? No. No? Just, uh, <laughs> you know. and uh, yeah, I, I appreciate when uh, Howard said um, that we're looking... We're, First of all, when you said, Cheryl, um, what do you have to change to meet your mate? Is that what? Well, it's not changing yourself. It's changing your habits. So, for I instance. Think changing there, your luck. Well, there, there's, I don't believe in luck, Michelle. No. I really okay. don't. I think we make our own luck. That's. Okay. Uh, gambling therapist. Okay, gambling don't talk therapist. About luck. Don't talk about luck. <laughs> okay, I want to ask uh, okay. Lizzie, what do you think? What I think is. Uh, the biggest challenge most people face when it comes to their dating maybe, world maybe putting themselves out there maybe some people are too you know scared like is it really worth it is it really going to be worth it to put myself out there right so you know what now both of the gentlemen here mentioned that first date they don't like that first date right so what is it again tell us again what it is you don't like about that first date because i want to tell you something i love the first date because you're you're a woman. Keep that in mind. Oh, so you think oh. that that's part of the difference? Absolutely. Here? And I you're a spe- you're, she's a specialist. <laughs> well, wait a minute. I wasn't always a specialist, you know, and and this was not always my calling. I got into this because of the dating world, and so many people had negative viewpoints on dating and meeting people or not meeting people that it made me want to get out there and support people in their challenge to meet people because that by the way was the number one thing that people talked about today on social media most people said meeting somebody carrie you want to say so yeah i want to say there's a distinction between actually knowing someone and going out on a date and doing the online thing where it's a blind where it's a blind date so i think there's two kinds of dating that Mm -hmm. we're 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 kind of mentioning so what the first date if you actually know someone you've met them and you've spoke on the phone and it's within some your circle of people it's not that scary but if you're meeting someone for the first time and it's a blind date and it's through you know online dating then i can see that you know there's you're sort of it's a crapshoot it's just you know excuse that but you know it's kind more, of like more uh, gambling uh, yeah sorry about that I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we have two experts here tonight that, 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 talk about, tonight. that talk about addiction but you were but, saying so go on yeah just i just want to say that they're very they're two very different things and um when you know someone and it's just in a very relaxed it could be in a group of people or you're you're you know you're taking someone to a party with a friend it's it's very different than meeting someone that you just saw a picture of and spoke a couple of times on the phone what do you think michelle what is it about i'm trying to understand now meeting someone when you meet someone for the first time so we're talking about meeting for the first time so you're saying it, it's easier when you, uh, what you... Yeah, like if you're at a party and you have a great conversation oh, with someone okay. and you exchange, right. you asked her for her number and you've met her and you've talked or, you, you know, you're friends of a friend and you, you know, it's someone in your circle and you know them, then that's a, one kind of date. Then it's fun. We are talking about 
challenges in your dating life here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Remember, you can call us. Star 8255 is the text, 790-0800. Somebody just wrote in and they wrote, the biggest challenge as a woman is meeting someone who is actually free to date. I have met too many men who think single women are so desperate, they're desperate enough to date married men. Okay, I, I know you're you're going. You're, how is, fro- he, Howard is frothing, frothing at the mouth. Right <laughs> right. I just okay. got to say something right here. This is called when I talk about communication, and I was talking about how men and women communicate, and that first date dating one hundred and one. Here's the thing: don't assume. Ask the question, and you can simply ask it by how. If you don't want to say, "Are you married?" because you're you're assuming that you don't want to put the other person off. How long have you been separated or divorced for? They're going to answer that question. If they're not answering that question, you got an issue there. But that's the biggest problem. Men and women, women are afraid to ask and find out that question. And they leave it hanging in the background. And and Carrie's... I completely agree. (laughs) I completely agree when I realized what that that person wrote in that that was the case i said you know i'm going to start asking like right off the bat so i see this a lot howard you're you're like frothing okay say what you wanted to say (laughs) it's very obvious it's it's the most intelligent question probably to ask somebody but at the same time people are frightened perhaps to ask the question which is absolutely ridiculous and we're talking about guys and women like us in the mid 50s or the 40s it's just a very very normal question to ask if you don't want somebody to know the answer to that then already you have a problem 100 percent, liz you're you're the you're the younger generation on this panel do you think a lot of women i'm going to go to the women here your age are running into the same issue with married men yeah you know what, not really. Or having men. a girlfriend. Let's go, they have a girlfriend. Personally, I haven't run into that issue, and none of my friends have either. But um, when it's asking the questions, even if it's not for someone being asking the questions that you're scared to hear the answer, I feel like a lot of people I know are scared to ask the deep, intense questions. So that's something that I know a lot of people I know need to work on, and it's kind of tough. To ask the questions where you're scared to know the answer. Michelle, so do you think well, too many people are making assumptions rather than asking well, the question? I, I personally think that I have a, a severe problem. I only date married women. You only date married women? <laughs> really? <laughs> well, really? Okay, well, really? wait a minute. Okay, but Michelle will be the guest <laughs> next week. <laughs> okay, but wait a minute. There are, help hold me, hold on. <laughs> You don't need help because here's the thing is I, I have an opening on Tuesday at four o'clock. <laughs> no, but, but that's kind of an addiction too, I guess, right? But yeah. here's the thing is a lot of people who want to stay single and who are not available to really commit to a relationship, that's the easiest thing to do. And I can tell you that there's also the reverse where married men are having relationships. And I always tell the married men, and people are going to go, I can't believe she said that, but I'm going to say it because I've had men come to me and say, I, I think I'm going to step out of my marriage. I think I'm going to have an affair. So this is the reverse or the women that you're saying, Michelle, to have a, a relationship with. In that case, make sure that the person you're having 
an affair with is married or has just as much to lose as you. Because what happens is that's when all of a sudden you're in a situation where you have, what's the name of that movie guys out there where he, a married guy, Michael Douglas had, oh. had that affair with right. oh, yeah. Glenn Fate, Close, Fatal Attraction, Fate, right? Fatal Attraction. And that's what you end up scary. in. Scary. Right? It was but, so, with a dead rabbit in a pot. Right, but, exactly. So just, don't want, you don't want to be that dead rabbit in a pot. Just one, <laughs> just in question. Well, uh, I just want to uh, how of a dating site. Aren't you supposed to know that the person is if she's married or not? There, Michelle well, just should. hit the nail on the head because nowadays, being in the social media world, right? Everybody, and I say everybody, most of the people already have done their homework on the person that they will go out with whether it's a blind date or not. People do their homework. In the old days, and whatever old days mean, they didn't know as much about the person. But now, when you have a date, you do your homework prior. Well, you, you, you hope that you're doing your homework prior, but I will, just to sum up that question, and we're going to talk more about this, a lot of people who are on these dating sites happen to be married. And that's the assumption that everybody on there is single and you can't make assumptions in life. We are talking about the dish on dating and your dating dilemmas here on Solo in the City. Right here, CJAD 800. Give us a call. Weigh in on tonight's question. What's your biggest challenge in your dating life? Pointed up at the stars. We are billions. Beautiful hearts, and you sold us down the river too far. What about us? What about all the times you said you had the answers? What about us? What You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. We are having a huge discussion tonight. It's called The Dish on Dating. And in studio with me, two men, two women, Michelle, Howard, Carrie, and Liz is on the phone with us. And don't forget, we are also on Facebook Live. You can follow us there at Cheryl Besner. Tonight, you can also be part of this. Star 8255 or call us 7900800. And really what we're talking about is what are your biggest challenges in your dating world? And I want to say that a lot of people today wrote in the fact that it was about meeting the one. We actually had a few people who said the same thing and somebody said you know it's about finding the right match and my response was it only takes one match well that one match that's going to light your fire one lotto ticket one lotto ticket to <laughs> win that 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 Game sweet freak, pot <laughs> but you know there's also there's also somebody who wrote in her name balena she said, realizing that dating is like finding a parking space. I've heard this one before, actually. <laughs> dating is like finding a parking space. All the good spots are taken, and the rest is all for handicapped. 
Ooh. I know, very cynical. <laughs> but here's here's what I answered to that, and, and I've I've said the same thing in, in response to this before. When you get into a parking lot, sometimes you have to circle around a couple times, but then a spot always opens, opens up, up, right? So go around that parking lot, keep your eyes open, you know, don't just stand in one place, enjoy the moment, listen to some music. That's the same thing. Enjoy your life. Takes patience. It takes patience sometimes. You know, some people get out there and they just meet the one. They come out of, let's say, a, a long-term relationship. And the first person they meet is the one. The one. But you know what? I will tell you this. I, I talk to a lot of people and in my practice and, and when I'm out there on the streets and I'm interviewing people, when I ask those few who have kind of knocked it out of the park, they had been working on themselves for so long in their previous relationship that when they came out, even though they were with somebody for 20 years, the last five years of the marriage was about them working on them. And they knew who they were. They were completely grounded. They didn't have the panic that, Michelle, you were talking about earlier at the beginning of the show. They came out knowing who they were, had no doubts about it, and knew exactly the type of person they wanted to meet, and they called in that person. We call it calling in the one, actually. So wow. it does happen, mm. but it's not the norm. Right. So let's get into this a little bit. Um, I'm going to start with the gentleman here, Michelle. Common questions women are always saying. What is it that men really want? And a lot of them think we all, the men only want to date younger women. True or false, in your opinion? Um, <clears throat> probably true. You think so? Yeah, probably true, yeah. Now, for long-term relationship or short-term, you know, for the present? Middle-term. Middle-term. And okay. um, mind you, I've never been... I've never... J'ai jamais fréquenté, I never... Uh, dated a woman of my age no no never never had an experience with a woman of my age i'm 63 okay so what age group do you like what's the the average age for women that you date well since i'm back on the air i'll be back in town for for a while i was traveling a lot i spent almost five months uh, last year in central america and south america my parents live in costa rica so i happen to date younger younger women because in Central and South America, roughly, younger... Roughly what age? I'm curious. Well, like 25, 30. Okay, wait, and but this 63. is the... But wait and a minute, I'm 63, but it's normal. Men. It's yeah, normal. I mean, not married men. He <laughs> oh, like whoa, that's another women. show. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> no, okay. Sorry. But for younger Slip women in, in Central and in South America, it's normal <clears throat> to date an older guy. Not And not for the money. Maybe for the money, but not... not uh, security? Uh, security, but... And just it's just a trend, you okay. know. It's just the uh, and I know. I think I'd like to differentiate also the difference between dating and having a relationship, absolutely. like wanting a relationship. Yeah. So there is a difference. So if you were to <clears throat> think no. about a relationship, would you have a relationship? You think with a, like a long term relationship with a twenty five year old? No, okay. never. Howard, what about you? Twenty five year old? No, to have the idea of dating a woman who is the same age as my son would nauseate me, quite frankly. And that's how I would look at it. Well, that's how you... Yeah, and you're entitled to. Absolutely. So 26 so you, would so be you, all right. So what do you think... So I want like you to tell our listeners, what do you think 
I just turned 58 10 days ago. What do men want? And I personally, personally would go no lower than, hey, you know, early 40s, 15, 16, 18 year different, that kind of thing. Okay. Younger than that, probably not. Any woman that I would date that can't name the four Beatles is not for me. <laughs> okay. It's too bad, Howard. I, I, I have a visitor from pa- Panama here, and she's she's 32. And- I just changed my mind. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. You know Forget what, what I said. Okay, so all of you out there, guess what? You've just heard what men want, and, and it's contrary to what I think men really want. Okay, you so know what, Cheryl, I, at the I end- think that when it comes down to it, I'm going to say this, when it comes down to a relationship, men want compatibility they want something familiar they want something that understands they want and you don't get that when you have 20 years difference between people so now the two gentlemen are shaking their head they're right absolutely and and i will say in 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 all fairness a lot of men when they're first out of relationship do go younger but guess what so do the women these days okay and carrie's sitting here shaking her head so now i'm going to the women here (laughs) we're talking about the difference between men and women and what they really want in relationships and the ah ah no michelle i want to hear so we're talking about this here on solo in the city on cjad 800 and now it's the woman's turn carrie what do you say what is it that women really want when they're looking for a relationship what do you think is the number one thing that they go for um what do women want? I have to speak for all women. Well, okay, um, no, it's your point of view. What do you What do you think you want? Let's go for you. Um, I think um, I, I think I think the communication and being on the same page. Okay. Yeah. So communication, being, being on the, on same, the page. same page. Yeah, just really just level. flow, you know, flowing laughter, kindness. Okay. And Liz, what do you think, Liz? What what do the younger women want these days in a relationship? Yeah, so I'm in my early 20s, and so are a lot of my friends. And I personally um, would much rather date someone that is older than me. And um, I'd say my max would be about 10 years. And a lot of the people that I know as well, they feel the same way just because they want someone that ready more ready to settle down and more mature and settled in their careers and I feel like that's definitely what I want so and most people in their early 20s or most men I find they just they don't have that so I search for someone usually that's a little older Okay, great. So I just want to throw it out there, and I'm I'm gonna Michelle and and Howard are t- like two little schoolboys here tonight in the studio, <laughs> like they're propping each other, going, yeah, yeah, you said it, okay. But I just want to give you. I some like stats. this guy. <laughs> you do like this, and I like I like this guy too. I like everybody on the panel, but I just want to say, a couple of weeks ago, you can even go back to the show if you want, because everything is online on SoundCloud. But I did a show on the difference. It, the the stats on different ages and how it works, and statistically. And again, it's statistically, doesn't mean it's always the same, but statistically, seven years or less, best chance of survival for a long-term relationship. When you get 15 years and older, your stats, 95% are going down the tube. Okay. And here's the thing is, and, and it's kind of like what you were saying, Liz, you know, yes, in this day and age, a lot of the younger 
people and I was there myself once I know I I was engaged to somebody at one point 23 years older but here's the thing it catches up okay because even if you think you don't want children you might change your mind and that's the differences in the ages because it's not just age it's stage of life and I want to read right now somebody wrote in and said I'm 53 years old and I find that my challenge is meeting partners that do not have children because oftentimes the financial aspects of dating people with children gets complicated if things get serious so I guess it's having children who are a little bit older and you know 53 I don't know if this is man or woman because they're not saying any it here but if they have a big age difference that 25 or 30 year old woman is probably going to at some point wake up and decide she might want to have a child so we are talking about your dating dilemmas or as we call tonight's panel the dish on dating here and remember everybody you can get on to my database by going to CherylBesner.com and signing up we are coming back to talk more about your challenges here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. I'm Cheryl Vesner, your host here at Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Also, your love coach and the matchmaker. Also want to remind everybody... 844-744-SOLO. That is my love line. You need a question asked? Give me a shout. I will call you back within 24 hours. I promise. That's cross my heart. And uh, I'm not going to hope to die here on this one. Anyway, uh, tonight, The Dish on Dating in studio with Carrie Katz, Michel W. Duguay, Howard Reback, and Liz Saltzman. And we have been talking about... The biggest challenges in this day and age when it comes to your love life. So we're going to get right back into this. And I want to just fire off a bunch of different questions and get everybody's viewpoint on this. All right. So number one, Michelle, what's the importance when it comes to looks for you when it comes to women? Extremely important. I love how honest you are about this. And you know what? I can't say that it surprises me, right? Because I think for a lot of men, looks is very important, right? And it's, um, uh, I think I would almost need a therapy for that. <laughs> well, you have two people. I, I told you, I can fit you in Tuesday four. <laughs> and, and as far as that goes, as far as being a love coach, I can definitely weigh in on that one with you. Okay, Howard, what about you? What's, well, if what's... Michelle said it's a 10 on 10, I would say it would be an 11 on 10. Oh, how's that? See? Okay, so. And that's not to say that I'm shallow. What I am is just incredibly honest. Okay. To me, it's important. That's all. All right, and now for the ladies. How important are looks to you, Carrie? 100%. 100%? Okay. And Liz? Uh, they are very important, but I feel like it's all about the personality and that, you know, I feel like it changes the way 
it changes my attraction level to a person. If I just see a picture of them, it's different than if I'm in a room with them and I'm feeling how they are, and that changes, I feel. Okay, so, and, and interesting for me, I just want to say, you know, a lot of times when you ask somebody what's their look, I never had that. For me, it was never. I've dated, you know, in my entire lifetime. Well, no, no, but I've dated, you know, men smaller than me. I've dated men, you know, a couple inches taller than me. I've dated blondes, brunettes. I was never attracted. I've actually, and I've dated men who were not particularly attractive, but man, did they have smarts. Man, did they have personality. How long did they last, Cheryl? Well, it's it's not about how long they last. It's about, you know, maybe we didn't have other things in common. That's for me what it, what it came down to, other things that were important to me. But that was the one thing that, that never was, I mean, obviously I wish I could package somebody up in this perfect, you know, bow, but it's never been my priority. Carrie. So looks and being attracted to someone are totally different. Are, are, well, they are. are. They're the same. So for me, for sure, like when I say 100% attractive, it means that I'm attracted so there's something. Okay. So, but so that it's not really it's the not, look, because I asked how. Yeah. Look yeah. Like. So I'm okay. I'm I'm doing a little bit of a distinction okay. here, yeah. as right. we say in French, the chimie, the, the chimie, you know, the, chimie the, <laughs> yeah. uh, the the nuts and bolts of the yeah. you know the real. I'd love to ask a woman a question. If it was Brad Pitt who couldn't count to ten, would you be interested? And for me, zero. What about you out there? Yeah. Anybody weighing in on this? Star eight two five five. Would you date Brad Pitt if he was like there was zero else behind there? Carrie, you? No, I'm. I brains are very, very attractive. What about you, Liz? Definitely not. Oh, to me, I mean, that could be for some people a one night stand. You know, it's it's pretty or great. You know, in the day yeah. and age of selfies. Okay, let me ask you a question, guys. Would you date somebody with zero up there? Oh my God! They're both yes. <laughs> okay, a, I love it. You're both one, yes. On one night I don't know for how long. Yeah. And if she didn't know the capital of Canada, I probably would say no. Well, for a but couple I would, of hours, I would give it a shot. Yeah. Right. A couple of hours. <laughs> Absolutely. Would you care? Um, so somebody wrote in and said men are so fickle. You know what? They're not really so fickle because you know. But here's the other thing: is how important is it that the woman or the man? Is financially independent. Carrie, would you date somebody that had, let's say, no money? Been there, done that. Yeah. Pass. Pass? Okay. Michelle? Been there, done that, pass. Okay. Howard? Are you taking your pants off? (laughs) Howard's Howard's emptying his pockets. pockets. He's saying that it is. I'm emptying my pockets. I have lint in my pockets. Oh, nothing. Probably I would love to see a woman... And date a woman that is at least able to take care of herself without me. Okay. Absolutely. All right. And Liz? I think it's very important to be financially independent. I have also been in the same boat and it didn't work out very well. All right. So everybody here. Interesting. Last week um, on the show, we were talking about blissonomics. So where's the happy point of being in a relationship with yourself? Um, What's important going forward? And there was a lot of conversation in the idea of money and relationships that um, and one of the gentlemen who was on the show kept saying, well, a lot of women are just out there to be gold diggers. okay, and they just want a man to take care of them. So my question is, Michelle, have you been in that position where you were with somebody and you felt that they just wanted to be with you so you could take care of them? Yeah. 
That's uh, in my dating life right now. This is how it is. This is why I don't last long. I go out once, twice, and that's it. I don't, that's it. I don't go on okay. because then I'll be, you know, I'll be asked to uh, to give so, away some. Uh, and no, and I thought I, I think that uh, Howard, when you started the show, you you said it, looking for a mate for. Uh, Quality time, nice to know that there is someone that cares for you and that is um, on the That's same, still on the same level, eh? Right, 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 right. Okay, how about you, Howard? Do you think do you think that that's that's on a lot of men's minds that women want somebody to take care of them? Absolutely. The uh, the few women that I have gotten to know always come up with the key word, the buzzword, which is security, mm-hmm. which I understand. Totally. But I do believe that a woman would like security more so than a man might want security in a woman. Okay. Carrie, do you think women want that security and do they do because I believe that a lot, a lot of women when they talk about security it's not just the financial, it's knowing that they will have somebody there. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. might be sharing responsibilities in the financial part of it. What do you think, Carrie? Do you think that women in general, want a financial security or partnership security? I think um, the women that I know, they want partnership security. So I think that they would that the the partner would pull their weight, maybe not pull all the weight, but pull pull equal, you know, be there. So it's a generosity thing. And Liz, and you, you get the final word here on this one. <laughs> Well, I agree with Carrie. I definitely do. Okay. So somebody just wrote in who said, um, I guess they were referring to women, men dating ditzy people, and they wrote, Ah, God, no, I would never date a woman who is ditzy. I have seen some smoking hot women and lost all interest in about 10 seconds after they start talking, which why I'm probably still single, smart, and I'm intelligent, and Smart and intelligent are hard to come by. Well, I have to tell you something right now. I don't know who you are, but I will tell you this. I, If you want to meet a smart, intelligent woman, call me. 844-744-SOLO because I have those smart, intelligent, beautiful, independent women in my database. So, and, and Howard, they're coming at you. Michelle, Michelle I think Cheryl no, no, forgot no, no, about it. Not so much. Anyway, I want to thank everybody right now. Where are they? No, no, no I'm, they're coming up. Michelle, <laughs> Michelle, W. Dugay, thank you so much for joining us. See. Howard Reback, uh, pleasure as always. I thank you as well. Carrie Katz. Um, well, you brought a lot of insight. And Liz, I want to thank you for bringing the younger point of view to today's show. Remember, everybody, you can find out all the websites for everybody on my show tonight through my social media. Next week, we have a great show coming up, The Seven Keys to Serenity. And the author of that book will be with me, as well as you're going to get to meet Ramona on air next week. And I want to thank Andrew as well for being here with us in the sound booth and remember as always keep it simply social because we all know it's all about the kiss good night everybody gun